0: welcome back lovely people welcome to the big feed up hq podcast a podcast about nutrition movement experiences outdoors oh, looking forward to cracking some more conversations but before i do let's get into today's sponsor so 33 fuel help me out with this podcast lovely people we're talking plant-based endurance sports nutrition products okay so there's no messing around They have uh, gels made out of chia seeds and coconut sugar. They've got protein powders. They've got greens powders. They've got protein bars and energy bars for your bimbles, your cycling, your hiking, your alpinism, whatever you're into. Real food products. Everything's gluten-free and dairy-free. And you can get 10% off your first order with Mat10. Everything you need is in the show notes. Go and check them out. 33Fuel. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. So, today on the pod... We have a personal trainer called Mike. He's a Teesside-based personal trainer up north. So really looking forward to getting into and talking to him about exercise, about nutrition, about the way he works with his clients, about his uh, road towards becoming a personal trainer and a coach. So without further ado, please welcome Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. Mate, it's great to have you on. I know we connected over Instagram, we've talked quite a lot, so it's good to get into things around movement, around coaching. Why don't you give everyone listening a little bit of a background on yourself, mate?
1: Uh, yeah, so obviously I'm, at the minute I am a, a mobile personal trainer and nutrition coach, um, but to be honest, it's all fairly new to me still, I'm one of you, Gary, uh, but I have a background in sport, fitness, and health all my life. I absolutely love health and fitness. Um, started off playing football when I was younger. Going to running, um, going to cycling, bit of triathlon, bit of dragon boat racing, which is good fun. Um, cycling and triathlon has been my main passion for probably the last 10 years, maybe. Um, absolutely love it. Anything to do with cycling, I'm involved in. Um, I'll try to be involved in and interested in. It. Um, always sort of help people out a little bit with their training, give a bit of advice where I can obviously I've never really been the biggest fan of our knowledge but I've always had a keen interest now, I'm a bit of a data geek so I quite like researching and finding things out so I help people out where I can um, so really it was like a natural progression to try and become a PT um, obviously a bit of a push uh, 18, uh, 13, 14 months ago with having the baby um, it was a bit of a Got the backside to sort of start pursuing my dreams, if you like, rather than just sort of toddle along in life. Um, so I qualified as a PT, qualified as a nutrition coach, launched the business, tried to make it work in a gym, but it didn't really happen for me. Um, so I went fully mobile and here
0: I am. Mate, fantastic. So you, you work with people, you travel around, do you do some stuff online, some of it in person, some of it out in outdoor yeah. exercise spaces? Most, What's the crap? Most
1: of what? Most of what? Done so far has been mobile, um, people's houses, gardens, local parks, even the beach. I live quite near the coast, um, so on the beach as well. Um, I'd love to move on to doing a little bit online. I try to launch it a little bit now, um, but start pushing with that in 2020. Um, a lot of the nutrition coaching stuff I'll do a little bit more online, um, sort of this sort of thing over Skype, um, phone calls, that sort of thing. And um, obviously, you've probably seen on my social media, it's fairly, I try to be as educational as I can because uh, that's my sort of thing, I want to help people, I want to educate people, I don't just want to train them to reach a fitness level without them knowing how or why I've trained them, or help them lose weight without them knowing how or why I've done it, and the way it works, sort I of think I'm all about giving something back, and if someone can leave me with the education to be trained and have a good a good diet, for want of a better word, and mm. um, it's all good. Dave, obviously, it's, it's more sustainable if
0: it's that way and that's what I'm all about. Mm. Yes, yeah, so building someone's movement toolbox, nutrition toolbox. So, mate, what's it like, you know, coaching people outside? Obviously, if you've got the right gear, if you're togged up, especially this time of year, it must be decent because, you know, that's all we look for really, isn't it? When we're moving in gyms and things like that and people listening, especially people based in the city, you know, we try and thrash ourselves whatever, morning, lunchtime, after work, but when you're outside, you got you know sun in your face, or you know it might be dark. Obviously, after work this time of year. But do you find people get more out of the sessions because I think it's yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool place sort of to train, a, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a different sort of um, feeling. Like obviously you go into a gym, the music's pounding, there's plenty of people training around you. Um, but outside, it's just me and the client, mm. um, or me and the group of clients and. Yeah, I, I, I've, I heard a quote once, I'm sure it was some cyclist who said it, I can't remember who said it, but there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. Mm. And basically, like you say, if you're tagged up, if you're in the right gear, I've got a lot of equipment, I've got the tools to get you moving, I can pretty much get you the workout that you can do in the gym, outside, without any shadow of out and get the same results. But obviously, there's the benefit of sort of, you getting, you getting outside, like you say, in the summer, you're getting the sun on your back, mm. um, obviously the vitamin D, Everyone needs to get outside as often as they can. Yeah. For me, you need to be outside more often. Everyone needs to go outside more often. We all sit in our desks, we all sit in our phones, on social media. Let's get there and experience the world a bit and experience nature. So, yeah, it's
0: cool. And what do you find people resonate? Obviously, you know, you've got a method of training and you obviously assess clients and things in terms of, of their movement patterns when you see them, but maybe, obviously, over audio, just explain to the listeners a bit about. I don't know some, you know, some of the kit you use or some of the things, I know it's depending on the person, but what what do you get them doing? You know, pushing, pulling, yeah, it's, running, it's, hinging, um, sounds cool. It's very,
1: it's very tailored, depending on what they want to do, what they, how their goals are. Um, I'm very much, initially when someone comes to me, we do a lot more body weight work rather than getting the equipment out straight away, because mm. um, obviously you want to make sure that you're getting the fundamentals of movement right first, that they've got a decent posture that they're sort of... Obviously, if someone says you do a squat nine times out of ten, someone will go to the machines in the gym, do a squat. Is it are they squatting right? Are they keeping their heels down? That sort of thing. Mm. Um, so, I'll sort of work on the fundamentals, if you like, first with body weight stuff, uh, and then we start, start bringing the equipment in. So, I've got everything from sandbags to barbells, dumbbells, plate weights, resistance bands, and we just build it over time um, to try and get then moving better, feeling stronger, feeling fitter, feeling
0: healthier and ultimately getting the results that they want. Mm. And do you find, you know, saying gyms and things, people between sets, there's quite a lot to look at. People are wary that they're being looked at. Like you said, music, when it's outdoors, you anyway, know, do you find you can tap into, well, it depends what you do in rest and rest sets and things, but do you, do you tend to kind of strip things back with clients so you can connect with them a bit quicker, you know, you can kind of understand them a bit more you kind of get through all that faff of the fitness industry you know when you're outside with a, a kettlebell or resistance band and you're running around on the grass and like you said you're kind of making sure that they're moving well you know there's it's good there's nowhere to hide but then also you know they can get to know you as a coach there's no there's no yeah. d- other distractions no yeah it's, it's
1: very much um obviously the fitness side sort of is, is the main part of what we're there for but you sort of build up a friendship quite quick because you don't really have you don't have to talk about what's going on in the gym, you don't have to be sort of careful about sort of what's going on around you, Make sure you're not sitting on equipment for too long like you do in a gym um, we sort of just have a chat so the rest becomes sort of yeah. Uh, the, the rest is sort of the time where I find out more about the person rather than the training goals um, obviously I have consultations and we have like phone calls and sort of paperwork work for that sort of thing you sort of, I want them to become a friend if you like really so they sort of connect with me a bit better they'll train a bit better. I feel like people give a bit more because they'll learn more about my life, i learn more about their life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it sort of becomes a bit more of a friendship rather than a client-trainer relationship which ultimately make, relaxes them a bit more, relaxes me a bit more and the sessions flow a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. I think... I think it's a good approach, because like you said, if people can get around the weather, you know, the accountability of getting outside, training, stripping all that away, and then obviously getting to know you and your methods. And it must be, yeah, it may, it sounds like, you know, you've got, you've got a good background, you take your role seriously, but then also there's a fun element. And I think we can get so lost, can't we, in corners of the internet around yeah. being so serious about this stuff. But I bet, you know, yeah, you, you're working with regular people just looking to improve in different aspects of their lives, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I think I'm quite a laid-back person. I mean, I, obviously, I, I love the, the sort of science behind it all. Like I said earlier, I'm a data geek, um, so I really do like getting into the different training methods and learning about different training methods, nutrition methods. But when it comes to the clients, I'm more about simple, fun and effective. If they want all that If, if, if they want all that jargon, um, they can have it and all the data behind it, but I'll sort of give them the education in a in a way that's easy for them to understand. You sort of learn it, to learn a bit about the personality, you learn a bit about how they learn, and what they best want to know. Um, and yeah, I try and make it fun and enjoyable because it gets the best out of people. If someone's having a good time, it's easier to train. I don't want them coming to my sessions to be a chore because yeah. um, I'm trying to do the mobile thing, sort of cuts out the oh I've got to go to the gym or oh, I've got to make time to go to the gym. I'm either turning up at your front door to train you or you're coming to meet me in the park train you. It's a lot more relaxed and it's a lot more sort of chilled out that mm. makes it less of a chore and makes it more fun for them, which ultimately makes them stick to it a bit better and gets them better results.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's effective. And I think, you know, people listening to this that are passionate about nutrition, movement, getting outside, things like that, I speak to quite a few people, you know, friends, people I work with that don't necessarily work in nutrition and training because... You know, I work with people in medical centres, or you know, people that aren't involved in the fitness industry per se as well. You know, a lot of them would probably like to do what you did, and then, like you said, was it a combination of, you know, there, there was always passion there, but then you just thought, actually, wait, there's a family coming. You know, I think I'm generally pretty pretty good at this stuff, but also, you know, there there is a career here, and like you said, with the mobile aspect you're uh, you're on the go you're making it convenient people for people it's yeah. um you know the bit the, the business it will take time but you know it's, it's quite a, quite a good way to be honest on a platform on a podcast like this just to, to be like you know i've launched this business i'm giving it a go i'm driving around yeah. i'm training people i'm working i'm doing nutrition you know added that on too which is obviously a fundamental in the journey it's mm-hmm. um yeah i mean that's why i wanted to get you on the show because i'm just generally impressed with your with your enthusiasm yes. but you've been quite efficient things have grown kind of quite quickly your side yeah
1: I think it was all obviously when I started doing it I got a place in the gym and I sort of pinned a lot of hopes on the gym model working for me um, and really with obviously the sort of little bit of inflexibility of life um, with having the family um, it wasn't really practical for me to spend all day every day in the gym getting to know people working, working hours in the gym and really not getting a lot out of it. Um, so it was a, it was an easy decision to go mobile, it was a scary decision. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was an easy decision to think, like, I need I wanna try and make this passion work, I wanna try and make this dream work. And yeah, it was a slow burner initially. It was hard, the first sort of six months um was sort of spent thinking, have I really done the right thing? Mm. But it was like a set I said a few times, it was my dream, it's what I, what I wanted to do and yeah, it's sort of working out and it's gone really,
0: really well. i um, I love every second of it. Cool. So maybe if we dig into things, you know, it sounds like you're pretty busy. How do you, you know, on a typical day where you're coaching, you're, you know, you're a dad, you're obviously working on the back end of your business too. Yeah. Um, how, you know, how, how do you then get in your, uh, your training, your food, <laughs> um, you, you know your uh, your time to start thinking and reflecting on what to say, what to do with clients. Maybe give us a bit of an insight if people are thinking, oh, you know, this could be for me or, you know, could could I start to do something on the side around health and fitness and nutrition yeah. and, what you know, what does it take? You're in quite a unique position to talk about that, maybe.
1: I would say it takes planning. Um, I would, the, the, first, the first few months, obviously, when I decided to go mobile, I try to do everything there and then. It was basically too much too soon and you sort of get a bit stressed, get a bit burnt out and you sort of start doing, you're doing everything, that you can but you're not doing everything to the best of your ability yeah. so i basically took a step back and thought what do, I, what do i really want to focus on now and that was getting my equipment getting a few clients under my belt and training them really well and sort of left the the sort of social media side and the online side and everything
2: to one side for the start yeah obviously got a few clients built up um and
1: then now it's only probably been the last three or four months that i've really started looking more at the, doing the getting regular content out on social media and sort of getting the other strings to my board on, on my business, really, so sort of trying to move online, getting the website done, getting everything going. Mm. Um, but really, it's all about being planned and prepared. I mean, I, I make notes on everything I do. The sessions, every session gets written down, planned and precise notes on everything I want to do mm. because, like you say, I, I am strapped for time. So some, some days of the week, I have really very little time, and I think if I left the plan of the session at the last minute, the session would be like sort of half-baked, Mm. whereas I want the session to be better, so when I've got the time I'll plan say maybe five, six, seven sessions in advance for a client obviously there will be tweaks in the time because it depends on what they did in the previous session they might mm. improve um, so really what I've planned might have to be tweaked a little bit but yeah it's all about planning, preparation and time management really for me um, so that I can still have time with the family have my have a, have a life try and squeeze a little bit of training when I can yeah. um, but to be honest that's lacked a little bit recently but the weather doesn't help at the dark, dark mornings, dark nights. Um, but yeah, it's planning, preparation, and so sort I. Of, I suppose my laid-back attitude sort of helps as well because I just sort of take it, take everything that comes to me and just mm. ride with
0: it. Mm. Yeah, mate. I think that's a good. Yeah, it's a good approach to have, and like you said, you're you're constantly developing and tweaking. Um, but then, yeah. like you said, you're not taking yourself too seriously, and I think people looking into this, believing that you know the social media side of things is king. <laughs> Um, like you said, it's get in front of people, start working with people, start training them, understand peaks and troughs around, you know, regular people succeeding and yeah. failing with exercise it's, and with nutrition. And then after that, you know, get the videos up, get the e-books up, you know, get yeah, the yeah, uh, personalised. Yeah.
1: What you can and can do and who you can, can and can take advice from. Like obviously, yourself might have sort of sent you the odd message saying, "What do you think about this? Is this a good thing? Is this? Is it, what, what's your take on this?" Yeah, And you obviously need that sort of support network if you like. So I, I've got like a few mates, family members who I will sort of tap into and say, I "Think this is a good idea? Do you think I should put this post up? Do you think this would work? What's your thoughts on this?" And you just sort of feed off who you can when you can, and you sort of learn that sort of some people obviously we've seen a lot recently around the, the, the Game Changers documentary on Netflix. Yeah. There's so many different views of that documentary, it's unbelievable. So you've sort of got to see where you can and can't take the advice from and pick and choose what you want to use and what's going to work for you and your business and implement it. Because there's so many adverts out there about get-rich-quick PT schemes and yes. get-rich-quick social media schemes and, that. and To be honest, I'm very skeptical on them all because... I've been a busy now for a year, I ain't a millionaire, yeah, and really
0: uh, look at all these adverts, I should be. <coughs> I totally agree, yeah. mate. And it starts to it starts to working with people, doesn't it? And just because yeah. health and fitness is 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 hotter than it's ever been and people are wanting to spend money on it, like you said, it doesn't mean you're gonna have a huge audience and it also doesn't mean oh. you have to have a huge audience online either. Like you said, you know, what's what's in your area, how can you get to them if you're not gonna be fixed in a Place where you have to pay rent or you have to abide by their rules and you know certain uh, people and that turn into clients may not like it. You know you can change things. You can find a niche. You can be mobile. You can be available. You can be effective. You're so right. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm not tied down to any one sort of path really. I can chop and chat my service as much as I need and yeah. tailor it to that individual.
0: Yeah, great. So if we mate, if we dovetail into the nutrition side a little bit because I know we I know we chatted um bits on instagram and things and obviously we have similar interests in that side of things and you're obviously now seeing people nutritionally too um what are you obviously look we're not going to delve into individual cases because obviously i don't want to name any names and things and people that know you might listen to this and things but maybe the, the right question would be what's what what are you when you do have time to read about nutrition or science or uh you know behavior around food and things like that what what's on your radar at the moment so we can dig into a few things with with the listeners and we can to and fro uh, a bit
1: to be honest most of my obviously I, I, i'm not really a nutritionist as such i'm a nutrition coach um so the, i did the precision nutrition um courses level one and two um so they sort of rather than like being a, a physical nutritionist is sort of coaching around people's behaviours and habits yeah Um. so very, at the minute I'm, I'm loving reading about uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear read that great book
0: what was that again um, sorry
1: Atomic Habits
0: Atomic Habits James
1: Clear yeah
0: cool I put that um, in the show notes and really
1: getting into sort of the, the mindset sort of thing so the, the habit changing um, to honest I'm just doing a lot of, I do a lot of googling a lot of researching um, a lot of Reading of different various people's social media posts. Um, yeah. Jamie Alden massive on the mindset thing at the minute. I don't know if you saw he just, he's just boxed up the height of Mount Everest last week. All oh, right. right. Um, how Kelly does that in his... I anyone manages to do that. It's amazing. But obviously, it's all... He talks a lot on his social media about mindset. Um, and, yeah, it's something I'm really, really interested in about. Like, kind sort of, people's... <laughs> Behavior around food: why are we, where we eat, and why are we sort of fall off the wagon, for want of a better word, when it comes to sort of this time of year, for example. Yes, um, people think we have to eat everything on in sight for the whole month of December, but obviously <laughs> that, isn't, that isn't the ideal way to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so right, and I think at the end of the day, it comes down to that side of things. Like you said, you know, we don't know all the how, but. As as a diligent coach like yourself and and taking advice and things from other experienced practitioners, you can learn a lot of the how. So then it comes down to the why, doesn't it? Like you said, it comes down to what are we going to put in place on the front line to reduce dietary fatigue, to um you know look at satiety, try to make you feel fuller for longer, to talk about um you know not obviously we understand our scope of practice. We're obviously not psychologists, and we're not going to go into the behavior and the eating behaviour side of food if, if you know clients yeah. have contraindications. But like you said, you're gonna you're gonna lay things on the table, you're gonna be honest and you're gonna start to put some tools into place. And I think, you know, I haven't done the precision nutrition course and things, but it's popular worldwide because, you know, it, it sounds like there's you know, they scratch under the surface. It's not your run of the mill yeah. information and anything I've ever heard from the people involved in that. I listen to more and more podcasts with People that are nutritionists and coaches on their platforms, yeah. you know, they 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 sound very interesting, and they churn through so many cases, which I think is yeah. is key. You it's know, a, working with people. It's
1: a really 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 good course because it's sort of very easy to understand. Obviously, it does delve a lot into the science side of things, but in a sort of every unit of a course, you sort of get a part of a book to read, then you get a video to watch. So it sort of breaks down to be a little bit more easier for someone who's like myself who hasn't got a massive nutrition background, nutrition qualification background um, makes it easy to understand. But then it sort of opens up a lot of other avenues for you to research, you your own stuff. I mean, since I've done the course, I must say I've done a lot of research on sleep, um, mindset, nutritional behaviours, why, why we eat, why we eat, what we do, sort of how we eat and why we eat, and um, mm. sort of broaden my own horizons. I mean, a lot of my clients come from, um sort of the slimming world weight watches um any other diet background so really i'm sort of the, the quote in the book is you need to become a nutritional agnostic um, where you don't follow any camp and i never really did anyway uh because to be honest i don't really want to i don't i've never really the needed the need to diet myself so I've never really fell into a diet or done a fad diet sort of thing um, but so you learn about all the diets then you can cherry like cherry pick the best parts of each diet for each client um, yeah. so like I said a, pe- a lot of people I've got have come from Slimming World and they've come from Weight Watchers and obviously they, they work because they, they all put you in a calorie deficit they all sort of do the right thing yeah. but then people sort of get bogged down with the sins for one of, like, uh, of Slimming World yeah. and sometimes they're not always it's not that food isn't always generally free calorie wise. Everything's got calories. All the calories add up. Mm. Just because someone says it's a it's a sin free food, it still can have negative effects if
0: you eat really a hell of a lot of it. Obviously. Mm. May yeah, you're so right, and I don't it, again. I don't think that term's come up on my podcast yet, and I really like it, nutritional agnostic. I think yeah. you know I might have to put that in the old show title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a few. I've got a few in here in mind. I've got fitness, fitness and friendship, and then I'll have to kind of. Like sandwiching nutritional agnostic, but I think, but yeah. I mean, it's good. It show, it shows you're op- you're you're open. You're you're yeah. clearly coming from from uh you know an evidence based point of view, but then also you're 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 learning and yeah. at the end of the day you don't have any bias. And I think I uh, you know I've I've again been on courses and met people who are quite successful, but then again um you know they they do fall into a certain camp and stuff. And I know again there's corners of the internet where because we are coaches. Um, you know you more so on the PT side and me more so on the nutrition side yeah. Um, you know we we obviously follow a lot of these conversations and things said in certain corners of the internet but then people that listen to podcasts might not always hear about them yeah, but I think, I think
1: it's easy to follow a camp if you if you want to put yourself into a camp it's very easy to fall into one yeah um, so obviously I didn't go back to the, the the game changes thing. There's a lot of people jumping on the on the bandwagon because it does sort of sound amazing. Yeah. But obviously, th- there's two sides of every argument and there's two sides to every story. So you've got to sort of be the person that can look into all the research and all the data and all the things that are out there and give the advice from a sort of neutral standpoint. And that's the way I want to be as a PT and as a nutrition coach. Yeah. I want to be a, sort of give my advice. And it not be a, a biased view because that's my belief or that's my view of the way it works. I mean, I, it, just in my own training, I must I've trained so many different ways over the years just from, from ways I've learned, mm. and then you sort of find things that work and stick up with them. But you find things that maybe you do that are wrong. That I mean, I used to when I was training to, be, to do triathlons, I would just smash myself in the ground regularly and it probably wasn't the best way to go about it, it probably wasn't the most healthy way to go about it, but it worked at the the time, but now obviously studying, training, studying nutrition, you know what you know, you sort of look back and think, we should have been doing things a little bit differently then, but you live and learn, don't you? And and that's the way I'm I'm sort of running it with the business, with the PT, with the nutrition coaching. I'm constantly learning, constantly evolving, constantly changing the way that I think Mm. and the way that I want to coach people, which
2: really
0: it's making me a better coach and a better person really mm. mate yeah and so, uh, so up your way would you say at the moment they're the two things so people focusing on weight loss people thinking more about plant-based vegan diets you know however you want to frame it would you say you're coming across the, you know that those yeah, those think, types of clients think, or
1: but, um, clients friends obviously the, the a lot of people are to be preaching that the, the, the good fitness <laughs> thing isn't the word, way it seems. But, um, yeah, you sort of, the majority of my clients are obviously people who just want to get lose weight and get generally fitter. Yeah. I haven't really got anyone who's sort of... I'd love to get someone who's in the sports of farmers because obviously that's where I've come from with my own training. Um, but, yeah, the majority of people I'm sure at the minute are general fitness, weight loss. So it tends to be um, sort of they've seen something online or they've read something on social media, that sort of thing, and I'll sort of guide them in the right direction or is it is it right, is it wrong and I tend to send a lot of links to my clients of different papers and different articles and stuff. Yeah. Um just so that they sort of like I said in the in the in the beginning, so they get the education as well. So that if ever they do come to leave me they've got something to fall back on, because obviously it's it's very easy to lose weight quick and do it in a way of asking someone eat this, eat that, eat that, do this, do this, train it's very easy to get the results, but really I want them to be sustainable for the rest of their life and get the health benefits for the rest of their life. I don't want them to just be a short term fix. Yeah. And then maybe they have to come and work with me again in a year's time when they put the weight back on for example.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? it? Because people can get stuck off and see, you know, new new joiners and things where I work in, and um in, in various medical centres and gym around around London thing. People ask yeah. me, How long is this gonna take? you know, is one and yeah. You know they have goals and 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 they obviously have a lot of decision fatigue around you know um how much am I going to lose and and you know I wish I could tell them but that's complex and then also like you said people the other way they 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 lose quite a lot very quickly and then obviously they they don't have a kind of off-board process if they've used a method so um I find that so fascinating because at the end of the day we have to with what we, you know, we both do, we're obviously passionate and and we want to do no harm and we want to work with people in in the best way we can. But then also, you know, we have to sell. Like, And, and we have to, I was speaking to a, a doctor about this earlier, a, a colleague, and she was saying, you know, to, to build the nutrition service for the company I work for, you know, you've got to go to the business and say like, look, here's the evidence base for some of these conditions. And, yeah. and you know, obviously in the weight loss, market and things and um, you know you have to really show them what you can do and that's the side of it too and I think you know obviously we've we've gone into your background and your passion and things like that too in 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 this pod so people obviously know you come from the right place but then it's yeah. it's obviously wrapping up too and trying to sell it and I think that that's where it is a bit more complex I think when you tell people yeah. what you do they're like oh that sounds really interesting oh I bet that's a really great job and you know although well, it's really easy I'd love to do that but I still think it's a even though it's a popular sector, it's a tough one because not everyone wants to pay for it, or some do, no. and then drop off.
1: Yeah. So some, some people don't want to pay, some people don't want to pay or it actually costs. Yeah. People want sort of a, like you say, how long is this going to take? People want it end days, and really, until I start working with you and see how you respond to the training, to the nutrition advice that I'll give, it's hard to give an end date, really, isn't it? It's mm. sort of, you, mm. you've got to just... Sort of roll with it for a bit, and then maybe I can see, yeah, in so many months or so many weeks, you might be at this point, but then you, you need to put the commitment in as well, and you need to stick to it to get to this point. Um, and really, I, 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 I kind of shy away from giving sort of an end date or a yeah, sort of length of time someone will be working with me. You work with me for as long as you want to work with me, and we see what happens, sort of thing,
0: yeah. So, mate, what's coming up in, in 2020 or so? Because obviously. Um, we'll find out where people can follow you in a minute yeah. um, and uh, you know obviously social media and things like that too um, but yeah. yeah what what are you excited about obviously just continuing to grow working with more people yeah um, definitely
1: continuing to grow and working with some more people um, and also try uh, to sort of launch the online packages I've sort of developed three different packages yeah uh, that they are sort of time-framed, time but they're not sort of time-framed, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I want to try, and because obviously where I live, Redcar's only a small town. Teesside's not the biggest place in the world. Um, so it'd be nice to spread my wings a little bit and work with people from other other areas, other backgrounds, other interests. Um, obviously, I'm, probably, I'm, I'm possibly the furthest north guest you've ever had on the podcast, I think, maybe.
0: Hey, I have to. Maybe you are trying to figure it out. Who else would have come on? No, because I had I, I had a um a, a runner a chap called Jez Bragg, but I think he did some time up in Scotland. But I think he might have been living in Wales at the time when I spoke to him. So, mate, I think you've got that title. But then I'm trying to I'm trying to reach out to more people yeah, around yeah, the country sure. with the pod. So when you asked me to when you asked me you know if we if we could or when I message you to say, would, would you be able to do a show with me? You know, that's what it's all about because I don't want to just get yeah, yeah. stuck in middle of London either. So you proudly got that, uh, you've got yeah, that belt probably. at the moment, mate.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's more about just spreading my wings a bit and get out, try and, obviously not, with the mobile stuff, I am sort of confined to my local area because there is sort of a, a distance, sort of willing to travel or that's practical to travel sort of thing for sessions. Um, but yeah, the online stuff, I would love to launch and start spreading out because I do feel like I've got a really good product I feel like I've got a really good service to offer but obviously you need the audience to offer it too so a has been online would be fantastic
0: cool man I think also you know going off today considering we just you know we've spoken quite a bit we've, but we we've just met really over um, Skype and things and mate this comes pretty natural to you as well you should you should start a podcast mate
1: yeah I've, I've thought about it
0: then I can yeah. come on your show.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I might have to do it. You might have to be one of my guests, Matt.
0: a good idea. No, but it's good. It's one of those things where, I don't know, i thought about writing, um, but I'm not very good at it. I don't really enjoy it. And I think this, you know, connecting with people like yourself, coaches, yeah. like-minded individuals, and if you, you know, if you want to spread things um, and, 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 you know, spread, spread messages and stuff, mate, it's something to look into. I love speaking yeah. to people about starting one because i just think they're
1: great yeah Uh, yeah i mean i listen to a lot obviously listen to your own fitness unfiltered um the list goes on to be honest i've got a a stack on my phone that i listen to regularly yeah um it's an easy source of education as well really to be honest i've learned a hell of a lot from listening to the podcasts that i do Mm. um that you sort of implement it in your own sort of methods and your own ways like my my business at the beginning of the year is totally different to what I've got now because just obviously you learn, you grow, you sort of change things over. I would say I'm getting to a point now where I'm happy with the way it is. And like I say, the online packages are going to get rolled out in early 2020. And they are what I'm proud of. I, 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 Hopefully if if things go well and I get people signed up to them and using them, yeah, it'll be a great
0: year. That's cracking. And so I'll have to get you back on because this is... When people listen to this, it'll be... um, nearing the end of season two of the pod. Yeah. So in season so, three, I'll have to get you back on when things are launched yeah, well, and then getting some feedback on how things are going.
1: Yeah, i always happy
0: to come on. Cool. So yeah, mate, let, let everyone know how they can stay in touch with you. Um, and uh, yeah, go like go from there, mate. Yeah.
1: Uh, so um, the business is called Atlas Personal Training. Um, and on social media, I am at Atlas PT UK. Facebook, Atlas Personal Training UK, but I'm pretty sure if you search for at Athlos PT UK as well, it comes up. Um, and there is a website, that's athlospt.co.uk. Uh, it's in infancy at the moment, but it is going to be done, launched, and I'll sing and I'll dance in come early January.
0: Cool. Mate, look, I really appreciate your time, and I know you're in a bit of a flux and things with, with your service, but it was good to get... Yeah, it was good to get a bit of a... Um, you know an an initial chat around what you're doing and like you said it's been a a busy year an exciting year and um mate it's just great i knew i knew this show would go well because we're quite similar and um it's nice just stripping things back in this format of a podcast as well um you know you can just really get into things and of course we could have talked about general popular areas of exercise and nutrition and things but like you said people want to hear the other side they want to hear business development mindset um what you know what it's like to to have a young family and run your own business and things like that so mate thanks for your time cool all right lovely people look thanks for listening um if this is the first show you've ever listened to i do have a season one um i'm up over 80 episodes and it's great look i love doing this connecting with people like mike and continuing to bring you the show will be the utmost pleasure of mine have a great christmas and if you're listening to this after christmas awesome um have a good week because it's probably past christmas and you're probably you know a bit sad hopefully you're not anyway speak soon